0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: This morning, the PM's proposal, national cabinet to discuss Australia's critical shortages, rapid test vouchers on the cards as people are forced to wait up to 10 hours for tests. The Jokers coming to town, how Novak Djokovic got an exemption to travel down under. From raging storms to a vicious heat wave, what's next for Queensland's weather? And D-Day for the Duke, a judge to decide the future of Prince Andrew's lawsuit.
3: This is 7 News with Angie Azimus.
2: Good morning. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will propose a plan at National Cabinet today to make rapid antigen tests more available to low-income earners. The plan will provide welfare recipients and pensioners with cash payments to buy up to five rapid tests. The Prime Minister will also push for more than 200 vaccination clinics to reopen across the country as demand skyrockets for the at-home swabs. The federal government has asked the consumer watchdog to monitor for any gouging. Supermarket shelves are being left bare as COVID numbers explode across the country. Isolation requirements are causing high absentee rates among retail and distribution workers, making it difficult for chains to keep shelves stocked. The meat industry is calling for priority rapid tests, saying there could be a meat shortage within two weeks if workers aren't kept on the job. Tennis star Novak Djokovic has been cleared to compete in the Australian Open. The Serbian player revealed in an Instagram post he's on his way down under with an exemption permission. That's despite a vaccine mandate in place for the tournament. The star is refusing to confirm his immunisation status. A November release from ATAGI states, Exemptions can be given to people who've returned a PCR-confirmed case of COVID-19 in the previous six months. Tennis Australia has said Djokovic's case was reviewed by two separate independent panels. Meantime, the crowd at the Australian Open could be capped as the Victorian government considers bringing back some restrictions. Acting Premier Jacinta Allen said some common-sense measures are on the table as infection numbers soared past 14,000 yesterday. A public awareness campaign will be rolled out in New South Wales today in an effort to relieve pressure on testing clinics. Electronic traffic signs and push notifications on the service New South Wales app will remind people to only get a PCR test if they have COVID symptoms or fit the narrow definition of a close contact. Queuing chaos is building across Queensland, with 17 of the state's largest clinics remaining closed. Some people are being forced to wait up to 10 hours for a swab. The state's top doctor has given some new advice about how to avoid the delays.
4: If you are
3: sick and not easily able to get tested at present, please stay at home.
2: Hundreds of thousands of cases are forecast in the Sunshine State over the next few weeks. South Australia's COVID figures have reached a grim new milestone, soaring past 3,000 for the first time. Many of the state's testing clinics have become so short-staffed they can't open, and South Australians are rallying around the family of a 13-month-old baby girl who died in her sleep after contracting COVID. More than $30,000 has been raised on a GoFundMe page for the parents who are sadly grieving in isolation. Western Australia has also recorded a jump in cases with 14 reported yesterday. Luckily, none of them were local. They were all recorded in quarantine. Beaches from Fraser Island to the Gold Coast continue to be impacted by wild weather. Strong winds remain in place this morning. The conditions, the tail end of ex-tropical cyclone Seth, now a low pressure system still hovering just out to sea.
0: Ex-Cyclone Seth hasn't been a cyclone for two days. But on the Gold Coast, conditions are still wild a dangerous spectacle which drew big crowds
1: as you can see i got drenched <laughs> big wave came in
0: long lines of white water rumbled through just beneath the sand pumping jetty there are only a few people on the sand itself and this is why a high tide there was no beach a storm surge on top of one of the highest tides of the year sent swells slamming into the dunes
4: It's really exciting. It's a very ginormous wave, so just make sure you don't get too close to it because
2: it's going to wet you.
0: Wind gusts whipped across the city at up to 60 kilometres an hour. The dying remnants of Seth's original fury managing to push more waves through the Currumban Surf Club car park. There's damage to be repaired, but at least the runaway beer kegs were salvaged.
4: All the kids wanted to come down and have a look like, is there still beer in the ocean?
0: With beaches out of bounds, some kids have found alternative activities. Adventure with a real risk of skinned knees. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: super fun getting bound. Getting up <laughs> So sick.
0: Kaziah Dawn,
2: 7 News. As Queensland's southeast coastline is battered by storms, other parts of the state are bracing for that extreme heat wave. Temperatures are predicted to soar up to 10 degrees above average across northern parts of Queensland, the Northern Territory and Western Australia. A new study released in Denmark has revealed why the Omicron variant is spreading so quickly. According to researchers from the University of Copenhagen, the variant is better at evading vaccine immunity. The study also found that booster vaccinated people are less likely to transmit the virus regardless of the variant. The Sydney Opera House has been home to some of the world's biggest artists, now it's set to welcome some of the smallest. The door's flung open to a bespoke creative hub that is set to bring some much needed colour to a city recovering from lockdowns.
4: A world of colour coming to life. (laughs) The new creative hub inside the Sydney Opera House has finally found its groove. and it gets the tick of approval. I thought it was really fun because we got a dance with the people on the TV. Well, I had a lot of fun. I made two pom-poms. I made one pom-pom. The first venue of its kind to open at the Opera House in over 20 years, the Centre for Creativity will be home to artists big and small. Can you help me make some eyes? Rosie Deakin, the first to go on show, her exhibition fittingly named... Housewarming.
0: It's so exciting to see people come through housewarming. It's overwhelming and exciting and in an incredible
4: way. This Centre for Creativity is one of the first spaces to open its doors as Sydney comes back from lockdown in a city that's learning to live in a new normal. Its opening delayed due to COVID, performances and exhibitions ready to get underway. It adds another dimension to what we do at the Opera House in terms of inviting people in to actually set their creativity free. It's great to have something really hands-on, you know, creative for the kids to do. Creativity returning to the Harbour City once again. Liam Tapper, 7 News.
2: A Finland company is combining a love of coffee and fashion in a surprising way. It's using ground coffee waste to make waterproof sneakers. But sustainability doesn't come cheaply. The emptying of used coffee granules... A step
1: in the morning brew process, but a Finnish company has found there's no such thing as coffee waste and has decided to make shoes from it.
2: We uh, actually took it and uh, mixed it with uh, recycled plastic pellets uh, made from used water bottles, you know, the majority of the uh, upper part of our shoes. Is made from those coffee polyester yarn.
1: The innovative coffee fiber fights odours and is antibacterial. Each pair is waterproof and made from around 150 grams of coffee granules and six plastic bottles. But sustainability isn't cheap. The base model sneaker costs around $165. We want to be a brand where it's like, yeah, we make sustainable products, but they are cool they have
2: uh, really cool functions people can actually use them but only five percent of the coffee waste in the world actually got recycled and uh, and coffee waste is actually it's a bio waste but it's actually produced like a lot of methane
1: the company which sources the coffee from cafes in asia is brewing up a new idea t-shirts and sportswear the next wardrobe essentials to be made from coffee in london tick and Dolling, seven news
2: an American biotech billionaire is facing decades behind bars after being convicted of fraud and conspiracy. Elizabeth Holmes was considered the golden girl of Silicon Valley and her blood testing startup company, a game changer for healthcare. But it was all a scam, investors sinking millions of dollars into a product that didn't work.
3: Elizabeth Holmes once chased the limelight. Do
4: you have anything you want to say?
3: She didn't today, unlike the years she spent spruking her company Theranos and its blood testing device.
1: So this is the little tubes that we collect the, the samples in, we call them the nanotainer.
3: She claimed her machine would revolutionise healthcare by detecting a range of diseases with a few drops of blood from a single finger prick.
1: More people will have access to their own health information.
3: High-profile investors bought into the promise. Media mogul Rupert Murdoch poured more than $170 million into the Silicon Valley startup.
4: Talk about being inspired. Uh, This is inspiration, man.
3: But Elizabeth Holmes was not inspirational. She was a scammer and is now a convicted criminal found guilty of four out of 11 counts of conspiracy and fraud.
1: Anything that happens in this company is my responsibility at the end of the day, and I hold myself responsible for for that.
3: After a three-month trial, so did a jury.
1: The guilty verdicts in this case reflect Ms. Holmes' culpability in this large-scale investor fraud.
3: A spectacular fall from grace for the woman once lauded the world's youngest female self-made billionaire. Robert Evadia, 7 News.
2: Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is up 227 points. The Nasdaq also rose 118. In London, the FTSE 100 added and Germany's DAX also gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 510 points up. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also rose, the All Lords is up 147 points and the ASX 200 is at 7590. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1814 US dollars an ounce, oil is 77.1 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.39 US cents, 84.09 Japanese yen and 6 New Zealand. A U.S. judge will decide soon whether a civil sexual assault lawsuit against Prince Andrew will be dismissed. Live now to Teagan Doling in London. Teagan, the prince is hoping to be covered by a 2009 deal. Good morning, Angie. It seems
1: pretty evident the direction the judge was going in and it doesn't seem to favour Prince Andrew. Now, his lawyers are fighting to get the civil sexual assault case thrown out of the US court, but those acting for his accuser, Virginia Dufresne, say it must go to trial. It was only an hour-long virtual hearing today, most of which was actually focused around the wording and phrases that were used in the settlement between Miss Dufresne and Jeffrey Epstein that was made public yesterday. The Duke's lawyers were arguing that the deal protects Prince Andrew from being sued because the document detailed agreed that Miss Dufresne would release and acquit any other person who could have acc- Being included as a potential defendant and they are arguing that that's exactly what Prince Andrew is. His uh, Ms Dufresne's lawyers though say that he is not a potential defendant and that the case must proceed. Now these are claims that Prince Andrew has always denied, even saying in an earlier interview that he can't remember meeting the mother of three. The judge has uh, stood down, he's reserving his decision. He said that that decision will be made very soon but Angie he hasn't actually come back to say whether that decision we made today, tomorrow or even later in the weeks, a very nervous wait for Prince Andrew at the moment. Thanks
2: very much, Tegan. Two of Donald Trump's children are refusing to give evidence against the former U.S. president. Donald Jr. and Ivanka were ordered to give evidence against their father as part of a fraud inquiry into the family's business. The civil matter, which was launched prior to Trump's election victory, is looking into whether Trump inflated the value of his assets to get bank loans. Trump sued New York Attorney General Letitia James last month, saying she was hunting him because he's a Republican. A monster winter storm is wreaking havoc in the US. Drivers on one highway were left stranded for hours when snow forced a bridge to shut. This is Air Force One arriving in almost whiteout conditions as Washington copped the brunt of it, the president emerging in a raging blizzard. At DC's main airport alone, 84% of flights were cancelled. In the south, five people are dead nearly 850,000 without power. At least 14 people have been killed in a landslide accident at a construction site in China's southwest. Workers were building a training facility for a local hospital when the ground gave way. More than 1,000 people
3: joined the search overnight. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
2: Australia is looking for an ashes whitewash when they head into the fourth test today. After two years out of the side, 44 test veteran Usman Khawaja will suit up for the COVID-stricken Travis Head. Scott Boland will keep his place after his heroic six for seven in the Boxing Day test. The Perth Scorchers have extended their BBL title lead after a convincing win over the Sydney Sixers. There was no rust to shake off after being a late COVID call-up to replace the Brisbane Heat a couple of hours earlier. Sixers bowler Stephen O'Keefe had an unfortunate end to his night, leaving the field after just 10 overs. The Scorchers closed out the game to win by 10 runs. Australia's ATP Cup hopes hang by a thread after tough losses yesterday. Aussies John Peers and Luke Saville lost to Russians Roman Cefuelin and world number 2 Daniil Medvedev in the doubles match. It was then deja vu for the Australians. Sydney native James Duckworth was dropped in straight sets by Cefuelin just before teammate Alex Dimonor followed suit to Medvedev. In 2021, US Open champion pointed out how players go another level in this unique team format.
4: That's, uh, that's how, uh, how we will all play for the country. I was not feeling great and I didn't tell this to anybody from my team because I knew that I have to go out, have to try to, to win.
2: To advance past the group stage, Australia needs to beat France and hope Italy beats Russia. At least four Broncos will be missing when NRL clubs resume training on Thursday. No names, but the club confirmed positive tests. All are asymptomatic and isolating. There's no formal NRL bubble yet, but the league's banned players from attending indoor venues and restricted gatherings at their homes. The NRL has also stated any guest at a player's house must pass a rapid antigen test to ensure there's no disruption to the start of the season taking a look at the weather around the country. Brisbane heading for 30 degrees with a few showers. Sydney 28 showers. Canberra 26 also expecting a few showers. Melbourne a possible storm 26. Hobart some light showers 19. Adelaide 23 degrees shower or two. Perth sunny 37. Darwin 32 with a shower or two. And that is seven early news for this Wednesday the 5th of January. I'm Angie Asimus.